Welcome to the Doubles Only Tennis Podcast, where you learn the best doubles strategies to improve your game and win more matches. I'm your host, Will Bocek. This podcast, my website, and my weekly newsletter all focus on the goal of better understanding the sport of doubles and helping players like you improve faster through actionable advice that you can use in your very next match. My goal is to provide the best doubles strategy resources in the world. And to do that, I study, analyze, and work with players at every level of the game, all the way up to the ATP and WTA tours. If you enjoy this podcast, I've created double strategy products that go even deeper if you want to take your doubles knowledge to the next level. At the end of this episode, I'll explain more about them, or if you want to learn more now, go to thetennistribe.com slash products. Here's today's episode. This episode is another short interview from the ATX Open. I chatted with the top seeds, Oksana Kalashnikova and Nadia Kichinok. They are number 51 and 53 in the world on the WTA uh, doubles tour. Uh, And they won their first round match 7-6-7-6 against a really good team. And we talked about uh, what they did during that match so well. One thing that I had noticed is that Nadia Kichinok, who played in the ATX Open last year, uh, had never run or never ran I-formation the previous year uh, with a different partner. And then in this particular match in 2024, she ran I-formation, I would say, over 90% of the time, almost every single time. And I asked her why uh, the big adjustment from one year to the next, was it something about her partner or something about the opponents? And she had um, kind of a surprising answer for me uh, to that as well. And then we chatted a little bit about the cold and windy conditions, how they handled that, as well as how they plan to prepare for the next match. Uh, so again, this is a, a very short conversation with them, um, but wanted to get this out there to y'all. And there will be a few more interviews coming up uh, from the ATX Open as well. So uh, without further delay, enjoy this conversation with Oksana Kalashnikova and Nadia Kichinok. So you're through your first round, 7-6-7-6 victory. Uh, Obviously, it was very cold as we were just talking about. Uh, What did y'all make of the match other than the the weather? I mean, tough opponents. Because mm-hmm. uh, they're also they played a lot of doubles together, so they know what they were doing on the court. So I mean, we tried to read their game and also kind of have a plan. So whatever we were doing, we're trying to give like a signal to each other so that uh, to kind of know what to do. And we kind of also tried to read their game. So and then I think we kind of we ha- we adapted to their game, right? Yeah, we knew what to expect a little bit because they play together pretty often. Uh, I, I think you also played against them before. Uh, we were trying to keep it simple uh, because, yeah, it was a little bit windy also, just to mm-hmm. focus on the good quality of the surfs, of the returns. And the basics. Yeah, 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 just to stay focused on the basics and... Uh, yeah, but yeah, it was a very close match, and we are happy to get through. Yeah. Um, last year, Nadia, you were here, and I spoke with you. Yeah, I remember. And, and I, I asked you um, at the time you were playing with uh, Anna Lena. Yeah. Yeah. And I asked you why you didn't run any I formation. 
Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, really? So, so y'all didn't run any I-Formation once I'll last year. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, yeah. And you told me, I think you told me it's just something we don't do. Yes. And today, I think <laughs> you ran I-Formation every it single time. It helped us, I think. It helped us. <laughs> what more. changed between last year and this year? With Anna, when we were playing last year, it was our like first tournaments together. Mm-hmm. And her coach, <laughs> Patrice, I was also working with him. Uh, a little bit he doesn't like it oh, wow. <laughs> he doesn't like affirmation so i didn't want to like, confront him you know just wanted to uh. um, play around it yeah. <laughs> it was working like we was working not too bad we played semis we lost in semis against good doubles team that's where i thought we were lacking eye formation, yeah. but um, yeah, Anna was also not very comfortable because she's most, more of a singles player. She was not very comfortable comfortable moving mm-hmm. down there. <laughs> and today you ran eye formation. It, it seemed like over ninety percent of the time, yeah. maybe almost yeah. every time. Yeah. Why so much today? Well, in my opinion, like on my serve, Oksana has very big, like long Reaches, range. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. she can re- she can cover whole net. So I think we just gotta use you have it. to put pressure. I feel yeah. like especially in the wind, it's tough to kind of control the yeah. return. Mm-hmm. So you need to be really precise. Like you have a very small margin, you know, like to hit the ball in the court. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we kind of like we made them. Uh, confused like where to place the ball and especially if like we were moving to the left or to the right then we kind of were cutting out the net person if we were rallying like down the line so I think because I felt like most of the times they were comfortable more on the cross guard than on down the line okay yeah yeah we were forcing them to go for more risky shots I guess yeah Mm mm-hmm um one thing that they did that I noticed and a lot of teams don't do this is on uh, Angela's serve if she misses her first serve Sophie moves back Oh, so they play two back on the second serve how do you all handle that? Uh, well it, I think there was no issue kind yeah. of like, to me it sort of takes off the pressure because yeah. a net player mm-hmm. when there's a player at the net it's uh, a little bit more you pressure you have the whole court kind of so you have a way bigger angle to hit the ball mm-hmm. so. so it gives you more options yeah Okay, and then what about uh, your next match? Will you um, try to watch the your opponents or yeah. scout them a little bit, or I'm do you feel to like watch the, the records yeah, of their match? Yeah, replay to watch them. Yeah, okay. Cause, I mean, we've never. I don't know because it's a wild card. I think they won, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah I have to look. It's yeah. one of the. It's one Ukrainian girl and um, her partner. I think they're from college yeah. here. Oh, oh, the Texas girls. Okay, yeah. yeah, I talked to them earlier. Yeah, yeah, they won in a third set. Yeah, I actually practiced uh, a couple of years ago against Sabina against with Sabina uh, back in Ukraine, uh, mm-hmm. but it was a while ago. I think she she probably improved a lot since then. So sure. we definitely need to watch a little bit. Okay. And it, was there any adjustments you did have to make with the conditions since it got cold today and it was hot the past few days? Uh, Just the racket. The tension. Yeah, the tension. tension. And uh, more clothes. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely that. More layers. <laughs> Definitely that. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you all very much. Well, thanks for having us. So next I have one more post-match interview with Oksana and Nadia. And in this one, Hanlon Walsh 
joins me, and we caught up with him after their quarterfinal win. So they won the first round match, which is the interview you just heard, and then they won in the quarterfinals against uh, the two University of Texas players who, um, if you have been following the podcast, uh, I released the interview with them earlier uh, this week. So Oksana and Nadia uh, won this quarterfinal match 11-9 in the third set after dropping the first set. We talk a little bit about the match. Uh, the conditions were very different, and they talked a little bit about how they handled that. They ran less eye formation against this particular team, and they discuss why that was the case. And then we talk about a particular down-the-line backhand uh, return winner from Oksana that was really crucial to this win because it was on a big point during the 10-point tiebreaker uh, in that third set. And then at the end, Hanlon asked them about uh, their doubles rankings and then just kind of life on tour, what people might be surprised to hear um, as far as playing professional doubles. So uh, without further delay, enjoy this part two with Nadia and Oksana. All right, so another very uh, close victory. Um, this time in a third set. Uh, what did y'all make of the match? You lost the first set. You turned it around. Um, what uh, were your thoughts? I think we had kind of a slow start because the conditions were very different. I mean, I'm, I'm just going to talk for myself. Yeah. Like for me, it felt like the balls were flying way faster. So it took me a while to kind of find my rhythm because I feel like in the first matches, you could have hit the ball as hard as you could and still it would have like fly into the court and okay. today I felt like everything was flying so for me it just took a bit of adaptation and then yeah to get also re- uh, the reason was a bit different and opponents obviously different so for me that was like a turning point yeah it was uh, different conditions today from our previous match and uh, our opponents they were playing good tennis they were spirited they didn't have anything to lose and the crowd was on their side so it was not easy also to play against Sam today but I think we managed to turn things around trying to focus on the basics uh, in the second set a little bit more we were complicating things a little bit too much in the first set then we just yeah focused on the simple things and I think that helped us I noticed you you ran Less eye formation. This is always a topic when, when Nadia is on. Uh, you ran less eye formation today than you did the other day. Was that something about the opponents or was it the conditions because it was warmer and sunnier or something different? I think the opponents, I felt like, uh, I I don't know. I thought they would have like, they were struggling more if they had to do like with the regular stand returns. And mm-hmm. I felt like if we were serving wide, they wouldn't have enough angle to hit the ball. And with the uh, affirmation, I felt like they had more space. I don't know. That's how I felt. Uh, so, mm-hmm. yeah, we still were trying. Uh, we gave up affirmation a little bit, but we we're trying to twitch them a little bit, sometimes moving, uh, sometimes staying. Yeah. Um, it worked a little better than affirmation, so we stuck to that. At four all in the tiebreaker, Oksana, you hit a, a backhand down the line return winner. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> Is that something that you had picked out yeah, before yeah, the yeah, point? Yeah, or? yeah. Okay. Now that she showed me the sign, I was like, okay, why not? I'll try down the line. Okay. Yeah. yeah, usually... Uh, we try when the ball goes down the line, we try to 
uh, get to know it like we try to tell our partners that we are aiming there so sure. <laughs> it's not like out of the I blue guess, like so that the person who is uh, not a return and the second person would know in case if the volley would be flying at him so it's kind of at her i mean yeah <laughs> so it kind of saves a few seconds sure yeah. and you are more ready were they they weren't in eye formation when you called that were they wasn't it regular no, they were doing more yeah. regular. Okay. I think on Nadia they were doing more affirmation. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. Okay. So you just wanted to throw in like a down the line return against the regular just to catch them off guard? Yeah, a little bit of guessing also because yeah. uh, moving also. Yeah. Okay. You can a little predict sometimes when they when they are going to move. Sense, yeah. You know, like yeah. The match sometimes you have. Sure. Talk about life as a, a top fifty doubles player, just traveling the tour and and you know getting into tournaments. What what might people be surprised by uh, behind the scenes as a doubles player? Uh, what what do you want to know? Yeah, like what behind the scenes? Like particularly, like, yeah, on the court, like, off the court. You, yeah, you you tell us anything. Uh, I I mean, it's pretty I, much I <laughs> similar. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's similar what other players are doing. I mean, it's just uh, we pay, we get paid a little bit less <laughs> they, they pay a little bit less for us but uh, everything's same same hotels yeah. I mean, same course uh, yeah, a bit of maybe one match less yeah and, like different schedule I don't and know, say, yeah. different things to do at the practice yeah. like we practice different stuff yeah i guess uh, your current ranking how does that um work getting into you know you're kind of on the cusp of probably masters 1000 i mean WTA 1000s and some of the bigger events sort of right in the middle there. How does that work with entry lists and tournaments? Yeah, right now we are kind of trying to get our ranking better so that to make a cut for Miami. I did yeah. the cut for Indian Wells, but I had to switch the last minute because our combined uh, ranking didn't allow us to get in. Yeah. So now we're trying to improve the ranking. It's literally like two, three positions. It's so close. It's really yeah. Close. So if you want to be safe to be getting for all the tournaments, probably you need to be like top uh, 45. Mm-hmm. Yeah, top 40 to be like safe, safe. So yeah, this tournament is pretty important for us because on Monday there the deadline for Miami is finished and we will be yeah pretty pretty nice to earn some more points here. Awesome. Well, good luck. Thanks. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Doubles Only Podcast. If you're interested in diving deeper into any topics I discuss, I've created double strategy products that allow me to bring you more podcasts and other doubles content without relying on paid ads. I have ebooks and courses that help you make better strategic decisions during matches and become the smartest player on the court. Go to thetennistribe.com slash products to learn more. You can also join my free weekly double strategy newsletter that includes video lessons and more on our homepage. If you want to connect, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, or email me directly, will at thetennistribe.com.